Encore with Claire O'Brien, arts and entertainment for the Midlands. And you're very welcome to Encore this evening. Claire O'Brien, it is indeed here with you, bringing you, as we always do on a Thursday evening, the best of what is happening in the arts in Leash, Offaly and Westmeath. And it is going to be a phenomenal week if you're looking for something exciting to do because there are great things happening all across the Midlands, from musicals to pantos to the uh, very many events that are happening in and around Thursday to celebrate Law of Rida. Uh, we'll be chatting a bit about and more about that a little bit later on. So what is to come on the show tonight? Well, a distinctly Irish tinge to the programme this evening. Uh, a little bit later on, Aaron's show, Learning Gaelge Le Brogan Nua. Uh, how if small children can learn to like and indeed love their Gaelge, um, then we might be able to revive the language and there might be a bit more enjoyment of it by, they come, by the time young people come to being 16, 17, 15, 16, 17 and in secondary school. um, One of the things that we know is that culture is so much associated with language and uh, how important our language is. We'll be finding out a little bit about that later on in the programme and some rhymes that will help small children to develop their love of the language. Speaking of language, do you know what a breedog is? A breedog is new to me. Um, I learned about it last week and it is a doll and it's a doll that is this particular version of it is made by Teresa Teresa Doyle, who is an artist and maker from County Westmeath. But she'll be giving a workshop in the Esker Arts Centre during the week about how to make these breathogues. And she'll be telling us later in the show about the breathogue doll, but also about um, her work over the last little while with a group of artists from Finland um, she's not alone in that. There's been quite a few artists from Offaly Westmeath working with Finnish artists and their work has all come together as part of the Murmuration exhibition, which is happening in the Esker Arts Centre as we speak. And of course, we will be chatting about Lola Brida because there is a Fuin's Fair event happening next Thursday that is uh, Lola Brida itself, the 1st of February, and it its aim is to celebrate female empowerment. And there are five events happening across the country in Roscommon, in Cork City, in Kerry, in Tipperary, and indeed in Leash. And the Port Tarlington event is being facilitated by Leash Arts Office and Port Art Collective. We've had them on the programme before. And the idea of it is Breed Fiend Spare. And there's lots of different events that are happening all over the course of the day. It's going to be really exciting. But to give us a flavour of that, um, one of the musicians who will be performing on the day is 16 years of age. She is from County Leash. And you may have heard of her on the programme before because she won the local hero competition um, from Midlands 103 for Irish Music Month. Her name is Brinda Irani and this is her song, Crater. You're listening to Encore on Midlands 103. Uh, would you believe when she was oh, she was very young and uh, it's about uh, breaking up with somebody um, and that experience. Uh, she is one of the performers at the Fuin's Fair event happening in 
Port Harlington on the 1st of February and we'll find out a bit more about, about that very shortly on the programme but before we take a quick break I want to let you know that you are almost out of time if you want to catch Port Leash Panto because their production of Cinderella which is getting terrific reviews is finishing up I think it is tomorrow night the 26th and on Saturday night if you are around Mullingar Joe Rooney, the hilarious Joe Rooney, will be celebrating Father Ted at the Mullingar Arts Centre. We've had Joe on the programme before. Um, uh, He's face-achingly funny. Uh, So worth getting along to that. If you need something to brighten up the end of your January, you can feel the days lengthening a little bit, can't you? It's just the beginning of of better things are just around the corner once we get past uh, the bad weather tonight and another night, I suppose, of tying down the garden furniture and hoping for the best. We're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we'll be talking to two of the performers and artists who are involved in the festival in Port Harlington on Thursday. They are Jerry Smith, who will be uh, making straw belts. And we'll be talking also to um, Nora from Crime Star, which is a brand new band from Port Harlington. So join us after the break here on Encore on Midlands 103. Encore, in association with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre at the Lone. Our bright and airy AIB gallery and cosy theatre bar can cater for smaller private events too. Your theatre, our home. DeanCrowTheatre.com And you're welcome back to Encore. So, Breed Queen Spare is a free Bridget event which is inspired by St. Bridget and it is happening in Port Harlington next Thursday, which is the 1st of February and there are events going on all day long and the event draws inspiration from St. Bridget as a goddess in a number of ways, healing, fire and poetry and, I mean, really terrific events happening. Poet Anne Egan from County Leash Offaly border there will be around. Uh, Laura Murphy, who was on RTE's show celebrating St. Bridget last year uh, and has regularly been a guest on this programme, as indeed has Anne. And Enda Wiley, um, all three poets will be will be there. They will Anne Egan will be giving uh, writing workshops and she'll be involved with children from the Presentation Primary School in Port Arlington and they will share their poems and visuals on the day. And Enda Wiley will be offering 10-minute poetry SOS sessions, which I think is a terrific idea. So she will be working from a book called Vital Signs, which was published by Poetry Ireland. And it's an anthology of... Um, poems that respond to ex- to human experiences of illness and healing and Enda Wiley is a pharmacist as well um, a poetry pharmacist at least so that's what she's going to be doing um, offering 10 minute poetry SOS sessions so you can go along and she will prescribe you a poem for yourself and there will be creative workshops and craft making demonstrations uh, from a number of Port Art Collective artists you can do poet postcards and printmaking with Leonie Connellan. Um, you can make a brat vrida, which is a, a, a upcycle, a scarf effectively with uh, Rita O'Loughlin. There'll be live painting demonstrations from Rebecca Deegan. And you will have the opportunity to make a straw belt with artist Jerry Smith. Now, Jerry is an artist and heritage basket weaver from County Kildare who specialises in working with straw and weaving sculpture. And she joins me on the line now. Jerry, you're very welcome to Encore. Can you hear me there? Lovely to be here. Fantastic. Hello, dear. Um, 
tell me a little bit about your most recent engagement with with Bridget because um well tell us tell us a little bit about the big Bridget that you have been involved in. Uh-huh. I've just made a big Bridget. I am I was uh, sponsored by Kildare County Council and she uh, has emerged on the banks of the Blue Way walk between Monastrevin and Rathangan in a place called Umris where St. Bridget is purported to have come from. So she's there and the Camino walk will be going past her on um, the 5th on the bank holiday. So join the Camino walk and you'll get to go and see her. Tell <laughs> us about the Camino walk because uh, in, in this part of the Midlands we mightn't have heard about that. Right, so there's a new Camino walk it started last year and because Bridget's purport to come from down there there's a mm-hmm. shrine always there at the crossroads and you go down, you walk from there down to the canal and then you do a left and you walk all the way into Monastrevin to the church and there's a mass and people who've been on the Caminos, um, they have passports and they get them stamped. And now there's a special Camino walk and they get their passports stamped. And okay. they go on the walk. It was very popular last year. And that starts at Rathangan? It starts in Mount Rice. So there's buses going from the church in Mon- Monastrevin. Okay. And... So, and it's the Blue Way Walk between Rathangan and Monastrevin that she is. Yeah, near Umrus Bridge. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be lots of people who'd be very interested in that. Um, So, what inspired you to to become involved in work around St. Bridget, like that, that piece of work that you've done for Kildare County Council? What does she mean to you? Well, she means a lot to me because she's supposed to have come from the area. Um, when I was a kid, my granddad showed me a space and said that that was uh, St. Bridget's Well was in there. It's an overgrown area. I've never got to see if it, there is a well there yet. Um, and we always made St. Bridget's crosses in school and all that. And um, I think we did make brie dogs there as well. So because I got interested in straw, then I looked in the history of Bridget and then I've been making the straw girdles then, which people used to make at home on St. Bridget's Eve. And there's a little ritual for them to walk through, one for men and one for women. So we'll be talking about that on the day and then people can get to know about it and also make St. Bridget's crosses. There's a few different ones. So, yeah. so tell, me, tell me about the straw belt and the straw girdle, because I have, I have never heard about that. Is that a particularly Kildare thing? Because no, you're particularly not, close no. to Bridget there? No, no, it's not actually. No, it's more from Galway and all okay. that. You know, um, so we lost some of the customs along the way. Mm-hmm. Can you describe you it know. for me? What does it look like? How would I recognise it? So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a long, uh, uh, they, they plait or used to make a rope and double it back on itself and then splice it in. And it's, it's large enough for you to put down over your head. And it's got three crosses or maybe one cross or more, depending on where you come from. And there's a little ritual then and you say a little thing, which I can't tell you off the top of my head now. Um, <laughs> That um, that you and you have to step out of it with your right foot, I think, first, and you do it three times if you're a woman. But it's more complicated if you're a man. Um, and then you got and when you said the poem, then you got to look for seven years more than you were getting on the day. Okay. So it was all for luck, but they reckon it was kind of a because it was golden and all that. It was kind of an ancient ritual as well, linked with you know rebirth and animals and all that kind of thing like St. Bridget is linked to it as well. And so. how would I start to make a straw girdle? Because if it's going to be to be looped around and if that's kind of a size that will go over your neck and down over your shoulders to go around your waist, there's obviously quite a bit of length in it. Um, and, and I suppose the farmers of the country will be wondering where are you getting the straw in these straightened times? 
Well, actually, the straws were quite hard to come by. So if anybody knows, knows of anybody who's got any straw, um, it would be brilliant um, for thatching, thatching straw it is, or okay. straw that was threshed, you know. All right. So I cut, I cut my straw before myself and then threshed it myself. So, and I got other stuff from people, but, you know, it's the way the weather is going as well. And sometimes the stalks aren't the same. They crack more, you know. Yeah. It's hard enough to source. It would be indeed. It's 50 euros a bale anyway for, for, for regular straw hundred euros. hundred euros I paid a few years ago for one. They loosely bale it and they cut it a certain way so that for the catchers can use it. Okay. And it's very long. Okay. It looks so like spun do gold. Does it? <laughs> is it very beautiful? Yeah. I'll, I'll it, yeah, I've... Yeah. Yeah. So where do you start with that then? Those long pieces of straw. So you, you get one. You get you get a bundle and a thickness that you think will be good, and then you bend it in the middle, and then tie a string on it and tie it to a doorknob, and then you divide it in three and start plaiting like a cat oh, hair. Right. Yes. And then you, I'll show people how to add in. It's it's fairly simple, and then you just keep going. You keep going, okay. And the yeah. the crosses that you mentioned, how are they built into? Are they the the regular St. Bridges crosses that we're familiar with? No, no. Um, they're so the same technique. You 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 basically wrap a piece of straw around the belt that mm-hmm. you've made already, or the plait you've made already, and then plait that. Ah, so they're kind tied of... that off, and then make another plait, and then I stitched them. I stitched them on. Ah, so they're built into the the belt itself. Exactly. Yes. Wow. So the, how so, long does it take then to make one? Ah, I suppose it depends. Yeah, it doesn't take that long. You okay. dampen the straw before you use it, so it's more pliable. Okay. And it doesn't break. Yeah. And how long have you been doing workshops like this? Um, I don't know. I've been doing it for quite a while now, yeah. I suppose. I lived in England for years, so I learned basketry over there as well. So that okay. helped me to get the interest when I came here. Um, and then um, I learned straw craft. Yeah, and why baskets and, and straw, Jerry? Of all the things in all the world that you could work with, how does basketry speak to you? I just love um, that I, I really wanted to be able to go out somewhere and I could just be sitting there and I could pick up a piece of grass or something and make something useful out of it. And that got me interested then in what people used to make things out of years ago. And that's where I come from, really. Yeah. I love anything handmade. I've had a go at making quite a lot of things. <laughs> so, <laughs> at the electric picnic, oh, six or seven or eight years ago, um, I did. There was lots of workshops happening down at one part of the um, of the On picnic the green site. The green crafts, exactly. And I made a tiny little willow baskety thing that I have. You know, it's not it's not much bigger really than the size of my two hands, two fists on top of each other. Um, but did I feel <laughs> like completely proud of myself? Because it's not. E- you know, part of it seems easy, um, but but creating but the shape not, and making no. something out, you, you know, it's easy to wrap one thing around the other, but actually to control it and shape it and craft it is not easy. No, it's not. It's not. And what I like is the fact that it's sharing the knowledge because people, everybody used to be able to do this before, you know. Yeah. Especially with the straw work. And then on St. Bridget's Eve, they all got together and they, they wove their own belt. And made the crosses and there was a certain time of the day for doing it and stuff, you know. Um, and what happens with the with the, the the girdle or the belt after St. Bridget's Day? Does it hang it somewhere in the house? It was in the house and kept and some, it was put around the frame as a door as well. Okay. And sometimes they made really big ones and, and they put the animals through them. 
Really? For, for luck and for prosperity? For and luck and everything. And a little bit like, kind of reminds me of Halloween when they used to run the animals through mm. the, the burning embers and, and that of the fire as well. Okay. So, Wow. Yeah. Well, just when you mentioned fire, the, the, the final event of the of the, the, the day in Port Arlington, Breathe Fiend Spare, is a, a fire performance by Broken Theatre. So it all kind of comes together, doesn't it? It does, not it? And it's the sunshine and the lights coming back, isn't it? Yeah. The days are getting a little bit longer. <laughs> and, and as a Kildare woman, I presume you, you, you grew up with Bridget in a way, probably, I mean, everybody in primary school and everybody of a certain age would have, would, you know, would have been making their, their St. Bridget's crosses. But I imagine, as I say, as a Kildare woman, Bridget has a particular resonance with people. There. Yes. Yes, it does. It really does. With the cathedral and the fire mm. pit. And I went to St. Bridget's school. And, you know, it's just, it's nice, you know, a, a woman that you were heard about as well, you know, that was looked upon in, by so many people with such... Uh, what's the word? Um, you know, they loved her. Like, yeah. you know, they always speak of her. She was great. She loved everybody. She helped everybody. You know, that's wonderful. She crosses both. You know, everybody can can celebrate Bridget. Yeah, it's for really sure. good. So, tell you us know. the when and where of your own workshop, um, and how people can so sign be in, up for it. In the Market Square, um, between four and seven, and I'll just be there, and people can come along and. And have a go, and it'll be just dependent on the amount of people that are doing it at yeah, the time. Lovely, brilliant. Uh, so, Jerry, thanks a million for talking to us on the programme this and evening. And thanks for having me. Um, it's lovely to hear about the, the, the girdle. For all the years we've been hearing about St. Saint, Saint Bridget, um, it's lovely to hear something new and have the opportunity to, to try something new. So thanks for sharing with that, that with us. And thank you very much. On the programme. And thanks to Port Art Collective. Oh, indeed, you know, for, for making it happen. All their involvement and making it happen, yes. Yeah. That's that's it exactly, uh, Jerry Jerry Smith. Thanks a million for chatting to us, um, and Mirny Connell, who is the arts officer in in County Leash, said that they are thrilled and excited to host what is a free celebration of arts and poetry for the public to enjoy, free of charge, in the outdoor setting of Market Square, and grateful for the support of the Arts Council and all of the partners involved in that. Uh, in making it possible, I did mention music. I'd hope to be chatting to. Um, Norma McGrath, Crime Star, they'll be performing on the day. Uh, Brinda Irani that we heard from earlier on, Port Arlington's Ukrainian Choir will perform, Music Generation Leash, Port Arlington Concert Band will be on the outdoor stage and there will be outdoor street painting jam from the Minnaw uh, Collective and then as I said the uh, street fire, the fire performance from Broken Theatre all day on St. Bridget's Day in Market Square in Port Arlington. Well, not all day, four o'clock to eight o'clock. So when school is over, Head yourself down to um, Market Square in Port Arlington. We're going to take a break and we're going to stay with St. Bridget after that. We'll be finding out about the Breed Dog and how and where you can make one for yourself. Midlands 183's Encore with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone. Live theatre, drama, dance, music, comedy, musical theatre, panto. Your home of entertainment for all. DeanCrowTheatre.com. You're listening to Encore on Midlands 103, 103 is the Lamb Brothers Midlands 103 text line and Encore at Midlands103.com if you'd like to get in touch with the programme. Now, you'll have discovered that I'm very ignorant about St. Bridget because I I hadn't heard about the Bridget's Belt um, until this week and also uh, just in the last couple of weeks I learned about the, the Breed Oak. And the Breed Oak is, um, well, you'll hear about it in a moment, um, but 
the person who will be telling us about it is the artist and maker Teresa Doyle from County Westmeath. She will be delivering a workshop in the Esker Arts Centre and she is part of a collective, part of a wonderful project that has been happening between uh, a group of artists from uh, Westmeath and Offaly and another group from Finland. And we'll bring you part of that interview because I won't have time to bring it all to you tonight. Uh, part That part of the interview about the exhibition and that work will take to you next week. Um, but I was chatting to Teresa a little bit earlier on this evening and I began by asking her to tell me ahead of the workshop in the Esker Art Centre what exactly is a Bridog? Bridog is a um, nephew to St. Bridget or Bridget the Celtic goddess and I first was really taken by her on a visit to um, the National Museum in Castle Bar in 2019 and as I walked around the museum I saw in one of the cabinets this like kind of doll-like figure and she seemed to be made from kind of rushes and some lace and some cloth on her and I thought gosh as a doll maker it would be nice to make a bridog um, and maybe make it with some groups and because I make dolls. So that was my inspiration for starting to make bridogs. So in 2020, I January 2020, I completed my first bridog. And um, when she was made, then I worked along with a group to make a bridog. So each member would, I'd make the doll's body and the member will stuff, fill the centre of the basic doll and then dress her um, and finish her with a, to make a St. Bridget's cross. How would I recognise a breed dog? What does she look like compared to other dolls or effigies? Well, I suppose none of us really know exactly what St. Mm. Bridget did look like or what the Celtic goddess looked like. We all see see them in our mind's eye and would have some kind of an image. But the ones that I make, um, they're uh, textile. And um, so I make the basic body from like a cotton cloth, say, and I invite group members to bring some cloth themselves, something from their home to dress the doll with. And also, I invite them to leave out some fabric on the hedge the night before the workshop. And it is believed by many, and it was an old belief, that Bridget would cross the land on St. Bridget's Eve and she'd leave her blessing. So for those that believe in that, um, they're welcome to do that and bring the cloth. And then we would um, use some of the cloth while we're making the bread oaks. So there is more than just the craft in this. There's the context and the culture and the heritage as well. It's, yeah, it's thoroughly, it's it's really nice to get into the experience of it too and to share that around the table there. And yeah, going back, like often through the workshops, people would talk about stories or beliefs, you know, something they remember from olden days. And maybe for some, it's totally, you know, first time for them to hear about something. So it's it's that lovely sharing of, of um, the chat, the conversation, the remembering, and also of, of, you know, perhaps 
some of the group members might have certain stitches, you know, certain sewing skills. So all of that is shared. Crafting is has always has traditionally been a group activity. Then you know the notion of the single person at home on their own under the candlelight is one thing. But very often women work together, haven't they, over the course of history? Of course, yeah, yes, certainly. Um, in good times and bad, you know, and through wealth and poverty, you'd have uh, groups of ladies, of women, uh, sitting around big tables um, sewing and uh, with lots of other skills too, you know, other types of crafts. But as well as the group, there's also that beautiful life of being the lone crafter as well. Mm-hmm. That um, I find myself for every time that I do a workshop or working company, I also like to spend time on my own and get into that zone and have no interference and just work away and, yeah, create myself. Yeah. So um, the Bridog workshop is... Um, coming up one in Tullamore mm. in Escarar. Yeah. So you may have seen that advertised, Claire. I did. And, and I saw the um, Breedog doll for the first time and it was the first time I was even <laughs> aware that such a thing oh. existed. And it was, I thought it was very moving, actually. Oh, uh, uh, thank you, Claire. I'm sure there are many versions, you know, in different parts of the country. But but that Breedog is the style that, that I made and now have shared, you know, um, each year. Uh, and also, well, I can I can talk about it in a few minutes because it's all to do with our CraftLink project and mm. our um, our um, Murmuration exhibition. Exhibition, yeah. And the Bridog workshop was one that I did in, on a visit to Finland also. So there's that nice connection. So I suppose, um, I'm not sure if many of your listeners are familiar with CraftLink, but um, I'm part of a group that um, is supported by CraftLink. And CraftLink is a cultural exchange program that explores heritage and culture. And it ha- with a focus on developing skills or, or um, like working on your skills to um, perhaps make new products. And that Craftlink, Craftlink project is one that we will come back to next week with Teresa. Um, there's a number of events that are happening um, over the next little while connected with Craftlink uh, workshops that are happening in Tullamore uh, and connected with that with that work that... that um, Theresa has been doing as uh, quite a few people involved in that. We'll tell you a little bit about more uh, about those groups and those organisations who are connected with it uh, next week on the programme. Uh, but the workshop that Theresa is involved in is happening on Thursday, the 1st of February between 10 and half past three. And you'll find out all the details about that. And uh, you need to book a ticket for it. Uh, tickets are just a tenner. So between 10 and half past three on Thursday, the 1st of February. But quite a few um, workshops that are happening around that. Um, the So, for example, the, a fortnight after that, there's a, a, a raggle taggle doll that you can learn to make. And something that's really interesting then on the 17th of February, which is how to make a book. Um, there's talks and workshops happening around that as well. But as I said, a little bit more on 
uh, Craftlink and that really interesting connection and that exhibition that's happening at Escrow Arts next week on the programme. We are going to take a quick break and when we come back I will be chatting to Anya Hulawan about uh, nursery rhymes for children and songs to help them to love their Gaelge when they are young. You're listening to Encore on Midlands 103. Back in just a moment. Encore on Midlands 183, your arts and entertainment for the Midlands with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone. Imagine the possibilities. DeanCrowTheatre.com uh, There are few things that exercise Irish people of a certain age more than their relationship with the Irish language. And I wonder, <coughs> excuse me, uh, I really do wonder how school experiences and childhood experiences with language have shaped for some, what for some people is a great love of Irish and what for others is a, is a really negative, negative experience. Uh, and sometimes that negativity, if you've had a negative experience with Irish in school yourself, it feeds down into into family and into children. And, uh, you know, sometimes as a, a, a I, I, in my day job as a German teacher, I find sometimes students will say, well, you know, I've been learning Irish for years, uh, but I've only been learning German for a short while and I feel I have learned more. And a lot of that has nothing to do with, uh, with, with me and how much German we managed to cover in a period of time, but really about people's uh, relationship with learning, um, with learning the language, which is an awful pity. Um, but there is a new programme, uh, a new book and a series of uh, rhymes to help young people learn. I'm going to play one of them for you for now. Uh, this is called Ishke Ishke. Aisling. Ishke Ishke. Ishke 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 Glee. Tosh like a jazz a smile in way. You see, you're singing along to it yourself, whether you intended to or not. Uh, who is the person behind that? Well, her name is Anya Nihuluan. And Anya came to Irish herself when she enrolled her children in her local Gael school. She is now the, the powerhouse and the force behind Broganua Resources. And she joins me on the line. Anya, you are very welcome to Encore. Anocht. Hello. Hello, Claire. You're very welcome. Your your own experience with Irish, obviously, is something you came to as well in later in life. Oh, were you not a lover life, yeah. when you were a child? Yeah, I'll come back to that question. I have to cover the, the, the little rhyme, first of all, Claire, if you don't mind. Yes. That little rhyme, Ishka Ishka Glee, uh, the, the rhymes, most of the rhymes in Broganur are rhymes that we use in the Neenry uh, already mm-hmm. and that particular one uh, and most of the rhymes we use in the Meanry, um the Irish language preschools are uh, composed by a woman from Connemara I don't want to be taking credit for them yes Trasany Alpine from Russellville so yeah so coming back to your original question yeah I would have been one of these people who scraped a pass in a pass paper in Irish in my leaving cert. I didn't, hadn't 
wasn't able to speak a word, learned the, the bits we needed for the uh, school bail. And the reason why I I, I began the Broganure project was because I realised the importance of the rhymes. Um, and I did a lot of study on it and all the research points to the fact that the children, the babies, the toddlers, the preschoolers, they need to hear rhymes early in their development. Like, for example, if you're building a house or, a, or building a wall or whatever, you need mm-hmm. a good foundation. And the rhymes are the foundation of any language. And the children need to hear them over and over again. And also, they, ha- you know, they, 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 it, there's, there's huge um, benefits when it comes to even introducing a couple of Irish rhymes. Like for that, that, that is one there. Ishka, Ishka, like any time, if the parents listening to this program, grandparents, aunties, uncles, um, childcare providers, childcare workers, um, any time you drink a, a glass of water, you could use that rhyme. And it's the last line, Tashe Godas, Ismahlo May is the first person. So the baby or the toddler or the child, without knowing it, will have, will have that sentence. But Joan and yours, we say in Irish, mm. forever and ever, Isma Lame. So um, the, the, the rhymes are an essential part in any language. And uh, my concern is that uh, lots of pre- preschools and pre- creches aren't using, um, well, some are, but, but the majority of, of preschools wouldn't be using much Irish at all. And uh, we need to just change that. And Anya Brummel, the uh, manager of the Offaly County Child Care Committee, uh, has invited me down to do a work next month in the run-up to Shocks and McGregor. He wants to um, support those educators who are working with young children and the parent and toddler groups to uh, use more Irish in, in, in their groups. Yeah, you know, some well, I don't know whether I answered your question. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I was curious about how, how you, as a when you were younger, how you didn't end up loving Irish. But but it's it's probably more important to focus on where we are at the moment. Was, yeah, but like it was just I I was never enjoyable. It was never. Enjoy, I was like we were just sat down with books. Well, like I mean, I'm ancient now, but apparently it's it hasn't changed much. I mean. Apparently, uh, the, the the curriculum as it is at the moment is thirty five minutes for Irish in 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 the pre in the primary schools. So by the time the child has the book out of their Mala scholar, you know maybe ten minutes was gone. I mean, it's it's just the system is all wrong as as, as it is. And I think too that homes we need to start using it in the home. I mean, how easy it is to say slan slan. It's the same bye bye to the little toddler. Say slan slan. You know, start to introduce start with very simple little words and rhymes and it uh, you were talking about negativity and that is so true because I hear it so much. Uh, that lots of us are negative because of our negative experiences. But we have to put that to the side now mm. and think of the children. I mean, uh, for parents to be saying, and I I hear it so much, oh, I always hated Irish in school. Oh, I was never any good at Irish in school. They don't realise that the, even the child in the buggy is listening to that and absorbing it. Yeah. You know, but they... But we need to use the rhymes and you do not need to be an Irish speaker. That's the whole thing. It's so simple to do. You don't need to be an Irish speaker to use any of these rhymes. I mean, Broganua is it's a fail-safe guide. The English translation is there, so you know what you're saying. And the uh, recordings are all done by uh, native Irish speakers. Um, that lad that was yeah, there, that's Mark Darrow, that. from, from yeah. the Aran Islands. Yeah. yeah. 
And it's, it's, you can't go wrong with it. I suppose it's a... Like, I knew myself that there was... It need, I started back, because going back to your original question, I started back um, going to my local library when my daughter was three mm-hmm. and looking for a, a tape, it was at the time. Yeah. And there was only one tape on Tauron Yog available in the library. So I knew all along, and as I got involved in early years education and did all my training, that it, it, there needed to be a guide, but there was never any time. But eventually, anyway, about 10 years ago, um, I had a... A bad car accident and I had to stop working so then I got the time every cloud has a silver lining so so, so you turned to this uh, yeah, yeah. T- yeah yeah because I always knew it needed to be there but you're, when you're working and paying mortgages and that you don't have time no. but uh, yeah so 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 that's what happened and it's become a bestseller in Irish language terms and um, even though it's focused on parents and preschool uh, providers um, the primary school teachers are loving it and, and the Department of Education has recommended it for primary school teachers so that's well, good Yeah too. and it's a lovely thing for to, to have in a house to have an up- I was just listening there to Love Love Ella Ahena, though I remember that from when I was in primary school uh, and I'd forgotten that I knew it and I imagine there are lots of people who will remember um, bits and pieces when they when they hear the, 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 yeah, the, the songs yeah. and of course Music's so important in in language learning because oh, yeah, so much of yeah, music yeah. is language music and so much of language brain. is music. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so enjoyable. And you see, it's also enjoyable for the adult. I mean, if you're rhyming with children, it's a happy experience and it's good for your health. It has enhances mood and um, it boosts your immune system, lowers your heart rate, and lowers your blood pressure. So you're actually in a happy place when you're rhyming with a child. I mean, my mother uh, was only when I was doing her eulogy at her at her um, her her um, funeral uh, that um, I realised that uh, she was a childminder and she was always minding local children, you know. Yeah. And she she um, she would have used enough lot of rhyme in the song at that stage. Yeah. Anya Nihulawan, thank you so much for talking to us. I really appreciate. It. We're right up to the edge okay. of the end of the program. Um, okay. Thank you very much. Claire. But the the book is called Broganua, and it is widely available uh, with all of those rhymes and the the um, the little the, the songs that go along with the rhymes to bring a little bit of life to your. Irish learning over the next little while. That's broken new, uh, whether you're a parent or a teacher. Uh, it's worth having a little look at. That is it from me for this evening. The great Joe Cooney is in the building and we'll be here with the new, with the best of Irish country music after the news at eight. Ihoa. Encore, brought to you by the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone. From the greatest gigs to the best community shows, enjoy it all in the comfort of our newly refurbished theatre. Your theatre, our home, deancrowtheatre.com.